There's the boy. What is up, bro? How you doing? Been waiting for you to call all day, man. I know. I've been waiting by the phone, dude. Excited. <laughs> Give me one sec, bro. I just need to drink some water. Chug it. Chug it. I'll have me a little sip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, bro. Sorry, bro. I'm thirsty. <laughs> My man's got like the whole five gallon bucket <laughs> just on his desk. <laughs> he said, fuck a spout. I'll just sit. Oh, shit, dude. I love it. All right. To kick it off, can I tell you the story of Robert Johnson? Yes. Yes. You know who that is? I think so. I think so. Okay. That's the guy. He, um, that's like the crossroads. Legend, yeah. Right. Yeah. The yeah. crossroads. Crossroads. Yeah. Um, he was a guy who, Sometime around the 1920s and 30s, um, you know, blues was kicking off. Yeah. It was like the biggest music type at the time easily. Yeah. And uh, Robert Johnson was just a plantation worker who would go and... Uh, a plantation worker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Um, he would go and hang out at like the local like pub or whatever it was bar yeah. and he would listen to blues and he loved it um but all he really played was himself was like harmonica oh okay. and so when the pros would put down their guitars to go and take a break outside or whatever he would go and pick up their gu- guitars and try and play oh and... i bet that pissed them off oh yeah and so um, it was said in like interviews and stuff that when he would do that, it would be so bad that people would be like, please stop playing. They'd like <laughs> boo him off the stage. And oh, so poor kid. he's just a kid trying to reach his dreams, dude. And these people were assholes. Exactly. And um, so this goes on for a while. And then sometime in 1930, uh, they, and this, th- no one really knows to this day, like why he actually left. Um, but he just left, and no one's really sure where he went. Some people think he just went to go and try and find his true father because he's like adopted or whatever. And he leaves for like two years, and then he comes back to the area that he's from, and he somehow is able to play at the his local, you know, hometown bar. Yeah, he and had this like newfound talent. Yeah, and so now people are saying it was the best thing they ever heard. Everyone, the exact quote was like, "Everyone's jaw hit the floor." You know, it wow. was so good, and so that got people thinking. You know, like how do you in two years go from hor so horribly bad to being face melting good in two years? That right. just doesn't happen with a guitar. Well, I mean, unless you lock yourself in your room and that's all you do, you play till your fingers bleed. But even still, still, though, you know, it's just crazy. And so he he made the Faustian bargain, it sounds like. Yeah. And so legend has it. He went to a crossroads and sold his soul to the devil. Devil played a little tune on his guitar, handed it back to him. Yeah. And that was that. And the reason for this theory is because he has all kinds of songs like Dwelling with the Devil, stuff like that. And then he has one called uh, Crossroads Blues. Yep. 
And yep. in that song, he's like, sold my soul to the devil. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus. He yeah. talks about it. Yeah. So that's the that's the theory. God. That's crazy, dude. And yeah. If I remember right, he was like the first one that ever that there was ever any talk about selling your soul. That's where this legend yeah. kind of got its footing. Totally. Especially for like music. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's super interesting. That's super interesting. I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility for you it's to not. get really good and and even a year you know yeah you can a lot of progress can happen but i don't know to go from like can't play a guitar to yeah. shredding better than all the people that were playing back in the day you know what i'm saying that's yeah there must have been some sort of bargain made yeah obviously totally possible that he was just insanely talented and as soon as he learned a thing or two he was really good but definitely kind of weird and then he did die like early i don't remember the cause but dude there's a picture of him i don't know if you can see this very well on your end oh jesus that fucking it's light the, is terrible the ring light but I, yeah i can see him his eyes are yeah his eyes are terrifying yeah. <laughs> they look like they are a black pit to the devil definitely. himself yeah man that's so interesting i wonder I wonder if anything else in his life, like if there's any indicators in his life, like say a, a mother died. Usually when, right. you, when you're selling a soul like that, um, there's like a, a trade. It's like a blood in, blood out gang initiation type deal. Oh, totally. Like um, uh, a lot of people think Kanye sacrificed his mother. Well, he says he sacrificed his mother. You know, <laughs> yeah. he, he like is I'm, he feels so guilty and he's like, that's my fault. Says yeah. it all the time. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> why, why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. There's always weird stuff like that tied into it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so fucked up. Well, and then more recently, I don't know if anybody follows this, but with the Migos, and oh. then um, it was Takeoff, right? Yep. And just the like predictive programming in the music video they dropped before he died. Yeah they were like predicting his death essentially, you know, like showed them shooting dice in the video. Yeah. And then it shows fucking take off, like standing by this painting of a grim reaper. And it's like, it's like, okay, you guys it's are weird. telling us they had it laid out. Yep. Um, they love to put it in your face. Yeah. But it's just so interesting that I'm sure on their bargain, their contract, it was like, all right, you guys can be famous, but one of you is going to die. Yep. And they probably didn't even know who probably and not. If I had to guess, this is just like a, an idea I just had, but is that the two that are still alive, Offset and Quavo, yep. I wonder if they came together and were like, bro, it's either us or him. Yeah. It's one of us or it's him. And so they paid for a hit. That'd be some insane shit, Isn't bro. that crazy to think about? Like, Yeah. I don't know, man. People, people get ruthless. They banded together. They're like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah, interesting stuff, dude. I um, I had a back to Robert Johnson. I yeah. had a phone call conversation with this guy, Larry, uh, my yeah. grandma's boyfriend. Super cool dude. Super cool dude. But um, he was just explaining that that legend was built around Robert Johnson. That like Robert Johnson himself never really mentioned that. He just came around. And was playing so incredibly well that they were like, I don't know what What'd happened. you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he must have sold his soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. Um, 
Ah, such a compelling story. Yeah, one of the first. Yeah, if not dude. the first. It's oh, it's so cool. Do you know where the crossroads? Are? I know there's like a specific place that he talks about. Oh shoot. Um, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, just give me two seconds. Um. But I'm sure, I'm sure there's some creepy stuff that goes along with that place. You know, yeah. if it is a specific spot that he went to, yeah, um, I'm sure okay, that yeah. spot holds energy. So he's from Mississippi, and then let's see if they have any idea if they know where this crossroads was supposedly. Uh, okay, no, yeah, it says. The legend suggests that the exchange took place at a crossroad near Dockery Plantation in Clarksdale, Mississippi. So, good the good old South. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And, dude, <laughs> earlier when you said plantation, I like, I don't know, it just made me laugh because I was like, holy shit, still plantations going on. Yeah. But I guess my, you know, my colonizer brain went to like, they were like using slave labor, but probably not right. slaves at that point. That was after the emancipation and all that. But yeah. It's interesting how that that word has a visceral reaction. I know people. it makes you plantation. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it's not the, you know, it's not the Pilgrim Age. So yeah, exactly. Well, that's why it confused me. I was like, damn, in the 1930s there was plantation. I like had to take a little minute, but yeah, ah, so interesting, dude. So interesting, man. I wonder. I wonder if anybody else has gone to that crossroad spot. Yeah. And tried to sell their soul. I feel like I feel like I've heard about people going and visiting. Um well shit, you and me should go do a crossroad tonight. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll go do it. Any old crossroad will do, I think. Any old crossroad. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's like, dude, you can't just go to any crossroad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have special locations for that. He's like, I put my address out there, okay? You can't just <laughs> fucking go to a crossroad. <laughs> oh, What's funny. on your mind, bro? What you want to talk about? Dude, okay, you know what I've been doing a little bit of research about last yeah. day or two? It was Skinwalker Ranch. I've been Hell looking yeah. in that place, freaking myself out a little bit. Uh-huh. It is so freaky. And I've I heard think... I've heard like brief explanations and like maybe a legend or two for, or not legend, but maybe a story or two from it. So you can go ahead and just blow my mind. Yes, dude. It's super, <laughs> super interesting. So like the the origins of Skinwalker Ranch is that it's a Navajo curse yeah. put on the Utes. The Ute Indians. Gotcha. And so um I can't remember what the reasoning for them putting that curse on. Maybe it was, you know, they did them dirty and they were like, all right, here you well, go. Well, you know, they, your cur- I'm sure they were fucking around. Doing all those tribes, <clears throat> all those tribes were in brutal, malicious wars all the time. So, yeah, well, it's like gang wars. Yeah. Turf wars always, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a, a curse. This is a curse of the skinwalker is what they call it. Damn. And a skinwalker is basically this like shape-shifting interdimensional being is how I would describe it. Yeah. But they're able to like take the forms of different animals and like mimic human voices and sounds to like lure you out. It's super creepy, dude. There's some videos on YouTube of the skinwalkers like calling and it's- They're they're always like, help, 
Yes, help it's like me. a it's a woman's voice or like a kid's voice. Yeah. Screaming help. It's like, oh fuck that. Uh-uh. That's a demon, dude. dude. You on your own. That thing's waiting for you. Sorry, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah. And it's such a spooky idea. Like for anybody that's into like the paranormal shit and just the spooky part of life, you know, it's like there's endless content at Skinwalker Ranch. It's like all of it. All the spooky shit happens there. Yeah. There's UFOs, there's werewolves, there's ghosts, yeah. portals, demons. All of it is happening at Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. And so uh, it was like a guy, his wife, and what, like, doesn't he have like two kids or whatever who moved there and kind of put it on the map? Yeah. Yeah. So he, like, <clears throat> he had heard about this and people have known about this place for a really long time like oh, the gotcha. natives knew about this spot and wow. and would stay away from that spot they're like yeah don't go there there's yeah. fucking portals there that's where shit comes through you don't want to yeah. be there because you'll get caught up in that in that low vibrational shit um and so that's been a legend with the native american population for a really long time but you were right this guy i can't i don't really know the details of him personally right um, I know they they're doing like a TV show now on Ooh. National Geographic, I think, or something. It's like the Legend of Skinwalker Ranch. It's a fucking, it's an edge tease, bro. Just so yeah. you know, you don't ever get to see anything. They're like, oh no, no, and then it cuts to commercial. Oh. And it's, it's like, like the ghost. It's like yeah. ghost hunters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Do you feel that? Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. But there is so much compelling shit that is actually going on at that spot. So that there's these guys. Um, I think they're called Space Wolf Research. Yeah. But they they own the property just south of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, shit. And so it's like they're getting some some spillover. So, yeah, I was going to say it's a little, a little leakage. Yeah, there's <laughs> – it's not tightened up. So, yeah, there's a little bit of leak. Um, and so they have all sorts of research on their website about it. And, oh, it's so compelling. I was listening to this podcast. Shameless plug for Mr. Sam Tripley. I was listening to Tinfoil Hat yep. with Isaac Weisup and um, oh, this guy, Ryan. I can't remember his last name. I feel like a dick. But either way, they're like, Ryan's the one that owns the property. Um, and Skinwalker Ranch is in Utah, too. And Utah is a super interesting, compelling spot on the map, dude. Like, I don't know oh, if yeah. you've ever heard the theory that, um, and this is like some fringe shit. And I don't know how much water it holds, but that um salt lake city and that basin is the true promised land in the holy land oh wow and that um because they talk about the the dead sea being right there by the holy land and yeah. there's that super salty lake right there yeah in utah and it's like it's super compelling i i, I can't think of all the evidence off the top of my head but i remember going deep into this theory that like that was the true promised land and i think well, that's what the mormons that. talk about yeah, even just that is super compelling. Yeah, yeah. I love that, dude. Super interesting stuff. So yeah, Utah in itself has a lot of a lot of high energy going on, dude. And so um, it's no surprise this, there's some shit going on at Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Um, just real quick, yeah, like what if, what if Salt Lake is just the Dead Sea, like from the floods? Yeah or something you know yeah well so i think that's what the i remember going and, and learning a bunch i went to salt lake city and like we toured the they won't let you in the temple you know but right. we like went around the temple and went to like all the places they would let you in 
and yeah, just that's cool. did a deep dive. It was sick, dude. We learned a lot. We were there for an Eagles concert. We were going to go see the Eagles, but then oh, like, yeah. you got sick. So we actually didn't get to see the Eagles, but we were out there. So we're like, fuck it. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. Um, and it, I learned a lot, dude. Like they, uh, they used the beehive symbol for like everything. Oh yeah. The beehive. And, um, for anybody that is in the know, the beehive is a huge Masonic symbol. Oh yeah. For collaboration and, and hive thinking, you know, that's the hive mind. That's what they're, they're looking for. Um, but it was just super compelling to see. And this was before I really knew a lot about that. But looking back, I'm like, Jesus, I wish I had known. I probably would have been a demon, though. Been calling yeah. out all these Mormons. Like, well, yeah. so actually, do you know why this? You know, it's like, right. <laughs> they would have hated me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. But back to Skinwalker Ranch, dude. So it's just no surprise that in a very highly charged, energetic state like Utah, that there would be these like rips in the in our dimension or whatever you would call it for portals for these things to get through you know and oh it's so compelling on the website they detail it a lot better than i can explain it but there's like a bunch of different phenomenon that you can experience there yeah so there's like specifically there's these ones i think they call them like the the flashers or the the beamers i can't remember what they call them but they're like basically these little like floating things that have a directional light like a flashlight on them yeah. and they'll flash and then the light will go off and they'll move while the light's off and then they'll teleport somewhere else and, and not maybe not teleport but just move somewhere move. else yeah and then their light will turn back on and the guy said it was compelling because they'll actually chase you they'll like once they find out that you're out there they'll kind of follow you and hunt you down oh isn't that fucking terrifying bro? yes it's so compelling. I want to go to Skinwalker Ranch so bad, but I feel like that's the kind of stuff, like, I don't know. You don't want to mess around with that because you, you don't could want to invite so it so easily get latched onto. Yeah. You know, because I mean, at the very basis of this, whatever you want to call it, I think they're probably fallen angels, you know, yeah. but they're these demons, dude. And you yeah. can call them a dire wolf or an alien. They're fucking demons. Yeah. Okay. And they're looking to latch onto you. Yeah, they want a vessel. There's a reason they can't inhabit the physical yet, and they have totally. to use things like light to interact with you. Uh, ah, so compelling! I'm getting chills. Bro. I'm no, I love shit. it. I this totally love shit. it. Yeah, I think they dwell. I think they just dwell right here with us, just in a different dimension. Yep. Yeah, dude. It's literally proven. It's discovered that there's like I think I, the number keeps going up. I think we're like at eleven dimensions now. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Well, and then it, of course it's so it's CERN that tells us how many dimensions we've got, you know, yeah. and it's <laughs> they're talking to Congress. They're like, Yeah, man. So we've uh we found eleven. Yeah. If we if we get two, three more billion, we might be able to find the twelfth. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like what their deal is, you know. Oh, dude, it's all we can money. Talk about CERN, bro. Crazy. CERN, dude. So have you ever heard it talks about it in the Bible, the only place on earth where the devil was said to reside that's where cern's headquarters is right yeah yeah <laughs> isn't that compelling shit dude yeah and of course it's simple reductionist style thinking but it's just compelling yeah it's fun to talk about you and know? of course they're trying to split atoms and <laughs> well so <laughs> they've like even that. they've even admitted that they're opening portals yeah and 
talking to interdimensional entities. Yeah. They talk about it. Yeah. And they'll do like weird rituals, like after hours, they'll do like ritualistic style shit. Yeah. On the premises. I think um, when we start trying to play God, I think that's when God's like smacks us on the top of the head. Like, what the fuck are you doing down there? Yeah. Stop it. Bad kid. It's like when you're getting into your parents' shit, you know, and they got to come flick you. Yeah. I think that's what is going on right now. We're trying to be gods. Uh, Back to Skinwalker super quick. Yeah. Because this is super interesting too didn't the guy or maybe it's multiple who lived there doesn't his like livestock get brutally mutilated yes yes stuff like that intense cow mutilations and shit yeah. that happen there which um you know oh my god all the fucking alien communities have a field day with that yeah you know and and you know it's not like a wolf because like wolves will like target livers and stuff like that. They would eat the important shit. Yeah. They would eat the asshole. They eat the liver. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't leave this animal just cut. And the, ooh, excuse me, the mutilations are done with surgical precision. It's yeah. Like, it's like laser cutting. It's not. It's not like teeth gnashing through and ripping flesh. It's it's a laser cut precision mutilation. Creepy. It's fucking yeah. creepy, bro. Yeah, the really some of the really interesting stuff comes around Native American land and yeah. tradition and stuff like that. Well, it's, um, I think really quick is that yeah. I think natives were getting in contact with things that they didn't necessarily understand the power of. Yeah, they were doing a lot of ritualistic seance type behavior where they oh, were yeah. invoking spirits to help them, you know, and. I'm sure from a, a Christian standpoint, that to you is like, yep, that's devil. That right. is devil worship. That's who you're talking to. Well, yeah, just whatever whatever it is, they definitely were doing some of it. Yeah. They're so in tune with nature and stuff, you know? Yep. yep. Oh, um, so compelling. Yeah. This is going to be super just uh, out of, like, context, just, like, speaking off the top of my head. I have no facts, no names, but it's still really it's still really interesting. Well, um, yeah. I think the guy went on Joe Rogan, if I'm not mistaken, but it, it could have been a different podcast. But this guy, he got hired to go and investigate this pit that opened up on some land somewhere. Sure, I could just Google search it real quick, but I'll just tell it. He got hired to go investigate this hole, and they couldn't figure out like how it formed – why all this stuff and so he goes out he's a pro or whatever and he says that the hole like stinks really bad and he the it was pretty much bottomless it was like hundreds of miles deep and is it they're like what the hell that might be it is that the name of it i think so and so uh, basically, some of the locals there are like, "Oh yeah, this this is evil," you know. And so, what he what he gets talked into doing is killing a goat, mm. and then they lower the goat into the hole. A, and he, a blood sacrifice. Yeah, and he swears by anything that, like, a couple hours later, they pull the goat out of the hole and it's alive. Yeah, and so after this happens, he tries to go public with it, and they shut him down. 
and the, the government rolls in and no one ever like has seen or heard of the whole typical sets. government typical yeah government they find out something cool's happened and they're like uh let's weaponize that yeah and yeah. so he could be full of shit obviously just like anything else but like that's a real but that's story. fucking compelling yeah oh my god it brought the goat back to life yeah and it but i guess the whole stunk and it was like just a weird energy around it, you know? Yeah. Well, shit, I think if you're doing uh, bring back to life magic, you got to make a bit of a stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Got to be a gnarly diet for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. God, I wonder what the fuck's going on with that pit. I would love to like, there's a couple tests I'd want to run. You yeah. Know? I'd want to see like what temperature the pit is. Yeah. As you get lower find out find out if there's any frequencies emanating from the pit i'd get a crane with a bungee cord and jump in that thing bro yeah i buddy. swear to god i Just would do a little diving <laughs> yeah with a headlamp oh god and a bottle of whiskey bro you ever seen those videos of people that do the cliff jump like they'll like jump into a cliff or a, a cave uh, rather there'll be like a big cave opening in the ground and they'll just go and like jump in there and I, I want to say maybe they parachute or something. I don't know what they're fucking Damn, doing. I don't think so. They're being crazy people is what they're yeah. doing. I've seen the videos of people in wingsuits jumping off of cliffs and stuff, but not holes. Yes, these are like holes <laughs> in caves. the ground. They're like going underground with their shit. It, people are crazy, bro. Some what people have hell? a death wish. They're like, yeah. I will not do cocaine. And so they jump off cliffs instead. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, speaking of, like, locations and stuff, like, what do you think about, like, Bermuda? Oh, dude. So I want to say Bermuda is what popped my fucking conspiracy cherry. Yeah. I think. Right. Like, hearing about that as a kid, I was like, there's just a place where you don't want to fly? Like, what, yeah. what does that mean? Like, you know, wow. you got to look into it, you know? Yeah. Um, there's so many different theories about it. Um, what What's your personal theory about Bermuda? Oh, Triangle? um. I think it's just another one of those things where it's like there's some kind of energy or something weird tied to the location for whatever reason. Yeah. Probably dates back way, way back into, you know, prehistoric times. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I know they're trying to like scientifically explain it and stuff nowadays saying like, Something with the energy fields messes with the communication in the planes. Yeah. And they just crash. So big thing is like the compasses will go crazy, you know? Yeah. Which would have to do with like mag magnetization yep. and exactly. Yeah. And so they've um, like tried to chalk it up like it's some electromagnetic field that is triangulated in this area. And yeah. but it's like why? Yeah. Why is it in that area? Can you explain it? And they never yeah. can. It's just, it's just weird shit that happens there all the time. So many planes. Yeah. So there many. Was, wasn't there a, uh, an account of a guy, and I'm seriously spitting balling right now, so correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't right. there a guy who he was flying through and he there was like missing time. He went missing for like yes. eight hours and yeah. did not have the fuel to fly for eight hours. Yeah. But then like reappeared and when was able to land where he was going and they're yes, like how, how the fuck did you do that like, that's an absolutely go? true story yeah yep. yeah i thought i yeah. remembered that so compelling Crazy. dude so compelling i think uh, there's a fucking 
rip in this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, a little rip in the rip in reality right yep, there. Exactly. It's like a little zipper. They can open it up and get through if they need to. Yeah. And then we just Jeez. accidentally stumble through sometimes because we're silly three-dimensional beings. We don't understand shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, so compelling. Yeah, Bermuda Triangle is a freaky one. I used to like I used to think it was going to be such a bigger problem than it really is now. <laughs> Back yeah. when I was a kid, I was really stressing out about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Like, there's the spot on the earth and we don't even, we're not doing anything about it. We just keep <laughs> flying through. Well, it just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's so weird, man. And of course, it's like in the most like beautiful spot on the earth too. It's like paradise. Yeah. Oh, so um, compelling. I forgot to look up earlier real quick. I'm looking up. There's uh, another another cool story I heard somewhere was about this highway. I think it's also in Mississippi where like tons and tons of people report driving on it and like going crazy. Like people report seeing ghosts behind them in the car. Oh, fuck. And so that they'll road. You know, crash or they'll just like just go crazy in their own heads and purposely crash and fuck that road dude in my car i'd crash too oh yeah dude if i saw a demon like a little girl demon back of my car we're both <laughs> not the dying, little girl <laughs> not the little girl for me it's for me it'd be an old lady that's that oh, shit that gets me god just a hag bro with her <sighs> fingers yeah just start giving her those fucking 12 or the, the 612 <laughs> <laughs> um god damn bro of course i can't find anything online but yeah that's just another crazy one that's super point compelling. is there's weird phenomena that happens in areas yeah and i'd like to go to one me too we should do like a little fucking field trip yeah we'll go to a couple make it like our goal we'll bring some like um what are they called is it emf wave readers whatever yeah. you use to fucking check if ghosts are coming you know yeah that's the one the electromagnetic field radar gun or whatever yeah, yeah yeah that would be super compelling dude my grandma shout out grammy she gram gram gram, gram. <laughs> she used to do ghost hunting back in the day and she like yeah dude yeah she like she's done ghost hunting at the hotel colorado and stuff oh yeah super compelling we'll have to have her on to tell the story she's got some awesome stories i won't tell them for her. yeah i'll let her wait to tell the stories but it's just super a, compelling. She has seen some shit. I have I have some of the craziest haunting story as well. It's just one, but no shit. Actually, I have a few. Tell it, please do. Should we do it real quick? Yes. Okay, so it was with my dad. We lived in a house directly across from the skate park in Newcastle. Um, yeah, yeah. Directly across the street. Across the road or across that little like valley area. Uh, across the road hell yeah yeah so it was that house newcastle colorado and um i always just had weird vibes i was always like a messed up kid you know i hated sleeping in my room alone and stuff right. like that just from scary movies or whatever exactly yep <laughs> <laughs> you know kid stuff yep, I know but i goes. was especially freaked out in that house i never slept in my room i had horrible energy in my room so I'd always sleep on the futon and stuff. Yeah. And my dad has stories from that house too. So we both were like experiencing stuff. But okay, so one by one, 
the first thing that was super weird, um, I had baby teeth for a long time. Like literally until I was like 13 or 14 years old, I was still losing them. No shit. Yeah. And I had a lot of them at that Did age, you have 12. them growing in in the back? Like you had your adult teeth pushing the baby teeth out? Yes. Okay. Literally. But um, so there's this one night where I'm starting to feel kind of sick. And I go into the bathroom and I have one loose tooth. And I pop it out. And Oh, hell like, yeah. Just <laughs> like nothing. He says, yeah, I'll pop everything's it out. smooth. I pop it out. I'm, I was good at it at this point, right? Because I was doing it so much. Yeah, you had it down to a science. But this one night there when I felt weird, I lost four teeth back Whoa. to back to back like clockwork. And I was like, what is going on? And so I had like big Bro, gaps the food right here. tear, the, the food tear, the tooth fairy was getting you ready, dude. She Yeah. wanted to make you rich. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's nothing, right? Then we start hearing loud bangs, like as if people are literally sprinting across the roof. Typical stuff. That was typical stuff? Yeah. Well, you know, typical ghost stuff. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, that's just typical in the new house. You just get Yeah. some shit running on the roof. Yeah. So I'll I'll build up to like um the craziest one. And so one night I'm laying in my bed in my room <laughs> and I doze off. The one time I'm like actually sleeping in there, I left a candle lit above my bed on like a hanging shelf and the candle fell off the shelf onto the bed next to me. Jesus Christ. And luckily it went out, but like that shit was trying to set my ass on fire. It was trying to kill you, bro. Yeah. And um, the craziest thing that happened in that house was my dad cooked uh, chili. So there's like, Mm. you know, nine cans, open empty cans all over the counters and stuff. Yeah. We were messy as hell. We didn't clean that shit. Yeah, fuck those cans. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's all over the place. Um, I'm sleeping in my dad's room at this point because this is after some shit's happened, right? Yeah. And... super late into the night i swear on everything by the way this is no bullshit all the cans not one not two all of these cans hit the floor just fly onto the floor make a mess everywhere it's like unexplainable shit What the fuck? so that's like number two craziest shit that And i you experienced guys don't have there like cat? Was there like an animal that would have fucking gone and that wrecked is all the cans off? That is so funny you asked that. Another story of that house is one morning we woke up and there was a white cat in our house. We have In no your cats. house? It was just in the house. You're like, how'd you get in here? No no doors open, nothing. There's <laughs> a white cat in the house. Fucking Bro, crazy. But um cats freak me out, bro. Oh yeah, I'm not they're going to little lie. devils themselves. Yeah, there's a reason the pharaohs worshipped these fucking creatures. Yeah. And so um, <clears throat> the last thing that's super similar to the cans, we had a bookshelf in the living room. And one night, same thing, I'm sleeping in my dad's room. One night, the bookshelf decides to fall over and spread books everywhere. The whole shelf fell. The whole entire bookshelf fell. I Jesus, swear on my life, bro. crazy weird shit would happen in that fucking house, dude. And So so I think when it's I'm... the vibe of Newcastle, dude, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, real quick, one of my dad's craziest stories, um, I won't tell all of his, one of his craziest was one night he was woken up. I wasn't there. He was there alone. He was woken up to two grown men arguing loud about something 
grown men in the living room arguing. And so he literally gets on the phone ready to call the police, opens yeah. the door with like a weapon or something, expecting a break in. He goes out there and no one's in the house. He's All got the a fucking broadsword. He's like, yeah. <laughs> police yeah. on the phone. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, There's he you know him there. too. He yeah, would have dude. a fucking sword <laughs> yeah. and a shield and exactly. He would maybe come out there a... with a fucking helmet on. He's yeah. Like... <laughs> maybe even a wizard staff in case he needs to result of wizardy wizardry. I love it. He's like Gandalf. He's like, You <laughs> shall not pass. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, that's so but ridiculous. Just imagine imagine like clear as day hearing two grown men argue in your house while you're asleep. And you go to check it out and it's nothing. Fuck that. I'm sleeping yeah. somewhere else that night. He's got some, like, some pretty crazy shit too. Um, we'll have to have him on to fucking tell all about it. Oh, uh, one day we'll have him fucking come in here and just spew some shit. Yes, I would love he, that. He could really talk about some stuff. I would um, love that. That'd be badass, man. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, crazy stuff like that, bro. That's so compelling, dude. That's so compelling, and that's like. That's not the first time I've heard about something like that uh, yeah. in Newcastle because Newcastle is a super heightened area yeah. in in the like Colorado it seems. It doesn't seem like they that people should have stopped there, you know. Right. Like I hear so many stories from cuz we both lived in Newcastle and yeah, lived there for years. Yeah. And everybody I talked to had haunting stories. Everybody had creepy Crazy. shit going on in their house. You know, especially up in Lakota Ranch. Yeah. Over by the fucking cemetery, dude. Like, oh, there is some heightened shit. I don't know if you had, have you ever hiked back behind there? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you, have you ever been to that little, like, there's like a little homestead back there, bro. Have you ever found that? Uh, I'm not sure. It's not very far. It's, you yeah. just have to hike back and behind. So it's like, looking at the cemetery. Yeah. Right across that little valley, there's like that road that you can see. Yeah. You got to park on that road and then hike up and behind. Damn. Um, but dude, back there, so you know Oliver Trim. Yeah. We were hiking with him. We like went to visit him in the valley, me and my girlfriend Delilah, a couple years ago, like two or so before we had the baby. Yeah. Um, and we were hiking around and dude, there was like this little homestead area and there was like two, three houses a fucking little cabin, like all this shit. And it looked like it had been like burned. Like there was like this homestead sign and like half the sign was all singed and burnt. Like Dang. like raiders, like we had a theory that like raiders came in and fucking torched this shit. Damn, yeah. But dude, it, it was super freaky, this spot. So Oliver, he likes to to tag and shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna throw his tag name out so he ain't getting in trouble or nothing right right <laughs> but <laughs> um he was there paint. tagging yeah <laughs> uh, he was there tagging dude and he said he gets bad vibes in that spot but there was one night did you ever meet river uh yeah. harcourt yeah so it was him and river and they were there painting and it was in the main house and they were upstairs and from all the fumes i think they started hearing all these like rats running oh yeah and like these rats started pouring out of the fucking walls like a oh, bunch of them hell no and so yeah and they couldn't get out of there quick enough they're like stepping on rats and shit like trying to get out of this fucking place oh but my it God. just that gave him such a bad vibe and then that night he went home and had a dream that he was like standing outside of that house and then upstairs in a window there was somebody yelling at him to get out 
Bro. I need to go back there. Yes. If it's even there. Yeah. It's even there. Might just be a fucking stain in time that we got to that we got to experience. Yeah. Well, less than one minute, minute, my friend. I know we're gonna get cut off. But dude, this was a great episode. That yeah, I'm freaked out. I'm gonna have